Good morning, everyone. Can I just say, before we begin, this is by far the worst topic that I've ever had the, the displeasure to speak about, because this is, picking a song, you can't just pick a song, it has to be a cool song, does it not? So I feel like I'm just going to be judged. This, is, this was terrifying. I am, who, who's, who here is on Spotify? Now, on Spotify, you know, it's got the social element to it. So people can see what you're listening to. Yeah? Do you know that? Do, do you go in private mode? Because actually you just want to listen to your guilty pleasures. I'm, do you know what I do? This is my tip for the morning. I get in. I, I find an artist who I know is in vogue. Justin Bieber, perhaps. Put a bit Justin Bieber on. Mute him. Go to make your coffee. Come back. Everyone thinks you're listening to the cool thing. Go on to private mode, and then you can listen to your musicals. So this... This has caused me much, um, many sleepless nights. Um, in fact, Felicity, who many of you will know, Felicity basically runs this ship. And she, um, e each week she emails the people involved in the services and she says, you know, are you prepared? Is everything ready? And then to the people who haven't replied, she texts and she says, are you ready? So this week I got my text and she said, are you ready? And she said, I assume you've picked Disney. Um, such is um, the way she judges my musical taste and or perhaps my intellectual capacity. Um, but, alas, I have not picked Disney. On another day, perhaps I would have. I've created this. I was going to learn this, but instead you'll just have to go with me. Because, this is why I should have picked Disney. Because, okay. What's that? Is that a key for something? <laughs> because occasionally we all need to get back to the bare necessities do we not? Because we want to walk like you. And although we may be at the age of not believing, this is bed knobs and broomsticks, we have faith that one day soon we will see the light. And when we do, it'll be like the fog has lifted. Ultimately, we've never had a friend like you, God. Amen. <laughs> there we go. I'll leave that up. Before we move on, what I want to do is a breathing exercise. This is a little bit rogue. Um, you're going to have to watch the people next to you because I want you to put your, put your hands on your, your ribs. Um, you don't need to do that just yet. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to breathe in through our nose, you know your nose, for four, a count of four. Then we're going to hold our breath for seven, and then we're going to breathe out through our mouth for eight. This is called the four, seven, eight rhythmic breathing, and it's really good for relaxation. Um, but before we do that, the other, there's a few little tricks you've got to do, okay? So when you're breathing in, you need to put your, your tongue on the back of your teeth, and then you need to draw in really deeply and suck the air in for a count of four, then we're going to hold it, and then when you exhale, rather than slumping down, you have to concentrate on sitting up nice and straight, Okay. And then this is where you need your hands on your, on your rib cage, because when you inhale, your rib cage needs to expand out, okay? None of this just, it, you, I want to see your rib cage expanding out, so you need your diaphragm pulling down and your intercostal muscles expanding your, your rib cage out. So why don't you just do that very quickly, make sure you've got your teckers right. So exhale nicely and then breathe in, and your rib cage should come out nice. And you can relax, okay. So we're gonna do this, we're gonna do four times through it, okay? So I'll count. So 
Breathe in for four, hold for seven, out for eight. So in through your mouth, sorry, your nose, nice and deep. Exhale through your mouth. And you can, you can purse your lips and, and blow out nice and loudly, okay? So exhale. And then in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Last time, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well done. So if we have achieved nothing else by the end of this service, we have completed a breathing exercise. I hope that all of that will um, come to some light. The reason why I didn't pick Disney is because music is, it goes deeper than a cartoon, deeper than any imagery, anything visual. Because great musicians, I think, grab hold of, of forms and shapes that are beneath the collective consciousness and they wrap it up in melody and that's what they play back to us. They cannot articulate it in words, else they would. They cannot articulate it in words. These are, these are ideas. What they're, what they're pointing towards cannot be articulated. And so we're not going to, to pass or scrutinize melodies or lyrics. Instead, we're going to listen to the melody later on, listen to the words, and be challenged. This is one person's idea. Before I get to my, the song, um, which I have chosen, um, I have a, a few things I want to share with you. The first is this Bible verse. It's in Genesis 2, 7. And it says, then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being. And there's a word here, some of you may know this, um, the word for breath, it's ruach. So God breathed the breath of life into Adam, the dust man. And ruach can be um, translated and, and often is, depending on, on where it is in the Bible in different contexts. It's translated wind or breath or spirit. So you can read that first verse that I flashed up, Genesis 2, 7. You can read that God breathed his spirit into Adam. It's his spirit. It's not just breath. It's spirit. And spirit, the spirit of God, this is his creative energy. This is not like a Lego kit, kind of the creation set, something that's different and other to him, separate to God. Rather, creation came out of God's being. And so the first thing I want you to, to grab hold of this morning is that you, at your most basic level, have God's spirit, God's breath, God's energy in you. That's what makes you you. Without that, we're dust, and no one here is dust. 
So the thing that, the first thing I want you to, to just contemplate on is that you have God's spirit in you. That's what makes you hum, human. That's what makes us who we are. The, um, the, the science rules of the world that we, that we um, wrestle against, I think, because um, I want to talk about the spirit of God uh, this morning. And quite often, the spirit of God is, is seen as something quite different in tension with, with the world that we exist in. But I would challenge that actually all of the science laws that we know, all the biology and chemistry and physics, these are the rules that God put, put in place to sustain what he created through his spirit. So everything you see around you, that's the outworking of God's spirit. Um, we had um, Exodus 3, um, 1 to 15 read to us. And there's this, um, this verse, and, it, and uh, God says to Moses, come no closer, remove your sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Now, I've just come um, from Cyprus. I landed yesterday, in fact. Um, and whilst we were there, um, we, we were staying in a lovely villa, and this thing happened each morning. There was a, we could hear some bells, and then we'd rush over, and it, there was a, a, a flock. What do you call a collection of goats? <laughs> a herd? <laughs> a herd of goats. And they'd be um, meandering their way up the, the hill, um, and, and then a shepherd followed them. And we had three little boys with us. We had Reuben, um, who's my son, and then Josiah and Leo, my nephews. And we probably wrongly assumed that they were fascinated by these goats. So every time we heard the bells, we would grab them and go, quick, 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 look, goats. And we'd take them right to the perimeter of our villa and we'd hold them up and go, look, goats. And they're kind of thinking, Obviously, this is important, so you know, I'll, get, I'll catch on to your energy, but I'm just seeing these goats. But anyway, somebody's saying, look, look, guys, goats. And then this shepherd comes up, and he, this happened each morning, and the shepherd kind of comes up the hill, and there's the, all of these people just go, oh, goats. And, and this shepherd's just like, hi, guys, <laughs> kind of really awkwardly. But what we learn is that shepherd, shepherds are not nomadic people. Shepherds are people who know the land and they're people of routine because he came up every morning and he probably came up to, to water his, his flock. Did we say flock? No, herd of goats. So, so they're people um, of routine. This, this, um, this passage about Moses it says that Moses was on holy ground. But the ground was the same ground he had trod for 40 years. It was the same as it was the day before and the day before that. This was regular known ground. So the question is, what changed? Because it wasn't the ground. This is the guy who, who traveled so little he got lost in the wilderness for 40 years. You know, this guy could not stray far. The thing that changed, surely, was the burning bush. And the burning bush caught Moses' his attention to the fact that, ah, there is a God. This ground is holy. The ground was always holy. The ground was always the same. It was the bush that caught his attention. And so the challenge, I think, for us is to be challenged in the same way. Remember, this earth belongs to God. Psalm 24, the earth and everything in it is God's. We are standing on holy ground. Nothing changed, but Moses realized God is in this place. There's a, there's a, um, a word 
um, in, in verse 14, um, Exodus 3, 14. God says, Moses says, I'll go with you, but who should I say? Who should I say has sent me? And God says, well, I am who I am. So if anyone asks, say, I am. And so that's what it said in the translation we had read to us. And then elsewhere in the Bible, every time it says Lord in capital letters, it's, it's referring to that same name, I am. And scholars um, refer to these four Hebrew letters as the Tetragrammaton. That's its very long name. It's these, the, these four Hebrew um, letters. And what's fascinating is that, that this name is incomplete. You can't say it. Scholars think that you can't say it because God's name is so holy that scribes wouldn't write it down. It's so holy they, they thought, I have to protect this. this. This name cannot be uttered. It cannot even be written. And so they use these four letters. Two of them are vowels. Two of them um, tell you how to breathe for the consonant that follows. So two of them haven't even got a sound of their own. So this name cannot be uttered. And the, and the idea was that perhaps God gave Moses his name, but it was kept secret. They didn't want to say it because God is so other, so holy, so mysterious that they, that they wouldn't say his name. I read um, some, an, another idea because these, all of these letters are vowels, so they're all, they're all breaths like A-E-I-O-U. They're not the consonants, the tick, 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 tick. they're the breaths. And the idea here is that God says, Moses says, who are you? And God says, I am, and my name is breath. I am the breath that sustains life. Amen. <laughs> and the first thing anyone here the first thing that anyone did here when they were born was open their mouth and scream. They filled their lungs with, with air. And if you like, if God's, name, God's saying, I am who I am, I'm sustenance, I created you, I sustain you, I keep this place going. Effectively, the first thing we do when we're born is cry out his name, breath. And throughout our whole lives, we continue that song. We breathe in and we breathe out. And that is the song of God's name. It's the spirit that flows through everything. It's the creative force. It sustains us. And like I said a minute ago, it's the most basic part of our humanity. So I'm going to play my song in just a minute. Um, but what I want to impress upon you is that God's spirit is the most basic part of your humanity. It is central to your being. Without God's spirit, the Bible says you'd be dust. It's central. We do not have to fight this. It's, it's, as I say, it's, the, it's intrinsic to our nature. Without it, we would have no nature. And so life should be a song. It should be easy. And I, like I said, I got back from my holiday yesterday. So I was feeling, to confuse my religious metaphors, I was zen. I was kind of chilled. And then I got home, this was last night, got home and um, found a letter from Southwark Parking Services um, <laughs> who informed me that uh, 
I now owed them £130. And this, this has been a long-going feud. Um, so they're now threatening to take me to court um, because they've screwed up all of the... I could go on about this. In fact, I will. I need to get this off my chest. All the roads around us have permits. My road does not, which means that everyone parks their second car on my road, which means that when I get home late, there's nowhere for me to park. So I parked there, and they, they fined me 60 five pounds and they said you only have this many days to pay and if you don't it's going to be 130 pounds and I didn't because I thought this is unfair so I wrote to them and said these are the reasons why I don't want to pay and here's a picture of a Southwark van on the same yellow line and why aren't you finding him and then they wrote back and they said we've considered your um, appeal but it's upheld and then I wrote back and I said if you've considered it how come you don't even know my name and why haven't you given me answers to the the questions anyway so it went on and on and on and then I got home and I read this letter and all of the zen and the rest and the restoration of my holiday was like gone in an instant. It was wasted. And then I had to stay up late kind of thinking about this. I stayed up to about 12.30 UK time. And then at um, 6 a.m. Cyprus time, that's 4 a.m. our time, Reuben woke up thinking, hey, let's go for a swim. So I am very tired. And all of my rest has gone. And you think, ah, oh, I'm just back to the beginning of this, or back to the, the same place, this grind. And I think the challenge is that we have to rest in God. We have to rest in his spirit, because it's his spirit that sustains us. It's not a pull, and it's not a lack of work that I need. It's where am I centered? Where am I getting my energy from? And my challenge is, do away with all the noise around you. Recenter yourself in God's spirit because the Bible says that that's your core. That's your innate being. Tap into that energy. There's this song which I'm going to sing now. Not sing. <laughs> Crikey. I'm going I'm to put on the screen for you. Everyone would leave. Um, we'll speak in a minute. Um, I'm going to put on the screen, and it's by an artist called Gregory Porter, who's a fantastic um, jazz music, uh, musician. And this song is called Liquid Spirit. And uh, like I said earlier, I don't think that musicians, um, they set about by, by giving us... I, I, well, I think it's wrong to put him on a pedestal or any musician and say, hey, they've got all of the truth, and we should tap into this and pass it and live our lives according to it. But I think that as a fantastic musician, what he's done is he's got hold of, of some tensions that are in our society, in our lives. And he said, it's a bit like this, and we need to muddle things up again. And in this song, let me just um, read um, eight lines of it. He says, we've got to unroute the rivers, unreroute the rivers, sorry. Let the damned water be. There's some people down the way that's thirsty, so let the liquid spirit free. The people are thirsty because of man's unnatural hand. Watch what happens when the people catch wind, when the water hits the banks of that hard, dry land. And he's singing about the spirit of God flowing again. We put these barriers up and we try to live life in a certain way, but we've got to let God's spirit be. We've got to ride that wave. We've got to let it infiltrate every part of who we are. That's the challenge. And the challenge is to recognize we stand on holy ground. So here is the track. And if you'd like, 
what you can do as you're listening. Not the same breathing technique, but you can take deep breaths, be conscious of, of those breaths, of God's spirit. Breathe in and breathe out and listen to these words. Awesome, an awesome musician. Um, I read yesterday that the WHO, the World Health Organization, they predict that by 2020, the number one disability in the world will be depression and anxiety. It's supposed to be a song, life. It's supposed to be this dance. We've got the spirit of God in, in us, and yet things are complicated and things don't work out the way they should. And so my prayer for you, and I will pray for you in a moment, is that this week you listen to your breathing. And as you listen to your breathing, you remind yourself that God created you and he breathed into you his creativity, his breath, his spirit. You have God in you. And we've got to live to that. We've got to live to his rhythm. That's what I think this song's about. So let me pray for you. And then um, as I do so, um, I'd invite the band to, to come back up. And as the band are playing, um, we're going to take our offering, which is an opportunity to give to this rhythm, which we're trying to make heard in this community. Father, I thank you um, for the promises and the challenges and the encouragement that we find in your word that is also reflected by great artists and musicians in the world today. And I thank you for this truth that innate in each one of us is your goodness. That the thing that sustains us is your spirit. And Father, I know for myself and in my own life that there are times when I choose or times I get lost and I dance, I sing a different rhythm. But Father, as we're in this space now, as we're aware of our breathing in and out, may we be reminded that you are the God of breath. You are the God who sustains all. So we thank you for that truth and may it go with us, encourage us and challenge us this week. Amen.